0: As some of you know, I spent the last two weeks traveling in Switzerland, in Rwanda, and in Ethiopia. And I have some serious messages and thoughts about this trip, but I'm not going to deal with any of those serious things today. Today's just going to be lighthearted. I started off in Zurich where we had a Shabbaton with the Masorti movement, which is the conservative movement in Israel. Had a wonderful time. And then we all took the train Sunday up to Basel, which was the 125th anniversary of Herzl convening the first Zionist Congress in 1897 in Basel to declare a Jewish state. By the way, he said there in 50 years, people will believe what I've done. And in 50 years and six months, there was an Israel. So I thought, okay, I mean everyone there, almost everyone there was from Israel, part of the Zionist movement worldwide, rabbis, teachers, so on and so forth. And then I get on a plane, I'm going to Rwanda. I figure it's gonna be different, right? So I get to Rwanda, I was invited to Rwanda and then to Ethiopia by Frank Luntz, whom many of you know, and and Frank uh, brings me to the group. And among the people in Rwanda is the head of the Rwandan Development Board, which means the person who brings business to Rwanda, he's an Israeli, lives in New York. So, he and the other members of the group, half of them Israelis who live in in the States, the other half American Jews, the first thing we do or the second thing is we go trek to see gorillas. So we go and we see the gorillas, and I say to the group, you know, there's a blessing you're supposed to say when you see creatures that you haven't seen before, Lobiolamo, God who has such as these in his world. So I lead them in the blessing, and then we say the shakayanu, very nice. Then we go to the gorilla naming ceremony. This is a huge event in Rwanda. What happens is each year new gorillas are born. They know the name of every gorilla. They track them all over the country. And each year they invite dignitaries, businessmen, athletes, singers, famous people. And 30,000, 40,000 people show up. And and each one has like 30 seconds where they get up and they say, I'm going to name this new gorilla. And they show a little picture of the gorilla on the screen. And they say the Rwandan name. It's very nice. Like, there were a couple of, I mean, they were soccer stars. There was Lorene Jobs, Steve Jobs' uh, widow, who was one of the namers. So three of the namers were two of the Israelis from our group. And Frank, in other words, of 20 namers of guerrillas in Rwanda, at least three were Jewish. Which is like Nobel Prize winning statistics for Jews, right? Way out, way out of portion of representation. So I'm at the naming ceremony, and I stop at the bathroom. I'm walking out of the bathroom, and behind me I hear, Nikavim, Nikavim, Chalulim, Chalulim. Now, that is the blessing that you're supposed to say when you go to the bathroom. You have to know a lot about Jewish law to know that blessing. Like, the average person wouldn't walk behind me and say that as I walk out of the bathroom. So I turn around. There is this kid, grew up in New York, is getting his PhD in mathematics at University of Haifa. He's touring in Rwanda, and he he says, I couldn't believe it. I saw a kippah, and I got so excited to see a kippah, so I had to say the blessing. And I think, okay, so that can happen once. I continue to walk, and this guy taps me on the shoulder. I turn around. He's a Rwandan. And he says, I just thought you might like my card. He gives me his card, Shalom Tours of Rwanda. (laughs) That evening, we have dinner with the Israeli ambassador to Rwanda, who says this is the best place to be an Israeli ambassador. I don't know if you know this, but Israel and Rwanda have very close relations. In fact, believe it or not, tells me, please give regards to Hillel Newman, good friend of mine, who's the ambassador here. So then, before I leave Rwanda, one of the things you must do when you go there, for reasons that are clear to anyone who knows about the history of Rwanda, is you have to go to the Genocide Museum. So I go to the Genocide Museum in Rwanda, and I'm looking at the history very sad, and I walk by this guy, and he says, Yad Vashem. He's an Israeli, he's touring Rwanda, he goes to the museum like I do, he sees my kippah, so he says, Yad Vashem, and he starts pointing out all the things how they modeled the genocide museum on Yad Vashem in Israel. And I see that he's right over and over and over again. We meet with the president, Kagami. And I say to the group, you know, there's a blessing you're supposed to say when you meet a head of state, which is God who has given of his glory to flesh and blood. So we have another, another Jewish blessing. Then finally, finally we leave Rwanda, and I think, okay, Jewish in Basel, Jewish in Zurich, outrageously Jewish in Rwanda, and I'm on the plane, I'm sitting next to this guy, very dark, um, blue dreadlocks, and he looks so, and he's going like this, but he's not wearing headphones. So I thought to myself, this guy, this guy, like, loves music because I can see the way he's moving. and He says to me, are you a priest? And I said, well, sort of. I'm a Jewish priest. He said, yeah, because I saw your thing. I said, yeah. So I'm what's called a rabbi, which is a Jewish priest. I said, what about you? He goes, I'm a musician. I, I guessed that because you were. He says, my name is Kamido. I'm a musician from Ghana. So I said, like, can I find you on he goes yeah yeah you can look and he takes my phone and he does whatever he does and there he is he's on spotify his song has 14 million downloads he has over a million followers so he's not just a musician shows a video of him performing in new york he says but actually Camido is my stage name my real name is Raphael. so i said to him do you know Raphael is actually the hebrew angel for healing give me your phone number i will text you so that you have the name in hebrew so that from now on you'll know the Hebrew spelling of where your name comes from. So I do. Get off the plane. <clears throat> tell the Sudanese guy who was the first person who brought us here and brought us to the refugee camp and so on, I tell him that I met Kamido. He goes, oh my God, I can't believe you met him. He was sitting next to you. He goes, did you take a selfie? I said, no, I didn't. He goes, it would have gone viral. I said, you know, I don't like the selfie thing. I'm not part of that. A little old for selfies with. So we go to the refugee camp, spend our last day in Addis Ababa, and Frank and this kid, Chul, he's a student, he's a college student, and I are walking around the park, and we see a bride and a groom. So Chul comes up to them and says in Amharic, which is the language of Ethiopia, this guy's a rabbi. Do you want him to give you a blessing? So they say, sure. So I, I go over and I sort of modified one of the Sheva Brachot, you know, and I gave a blessing. And then when I'm finished in Hebrew, the groom says, Amen. I thought that's pretty good. And we continue to walk and we see like seven or eight other brides and grooms. And Frank says, I wonder why there are so many you know, people taking wedding pictures, and I said, I don't know, but it's Tuesday, and I can tell you that at least in the Bible, Tuesday in the Torah is considered a lucky day because it's the only day of creation on which it was good is mentioned twice. So it's considered a good omen. And finally, after all this, Frank turns to me and he goes, is everything Jewish to you? And I thought, you know, The truth is that you see the world with the eyes that you see the world with. And yes, I constantly found, especially if you travel wearing a kippah, I constantly found these connections. And what made it so wonderful was I never would have met that musician had I not been wearing a kippah. I never would have met that kid from Haifa, or New York, if I wasn't wearing a kippah. And the lesson of all this is, if you go out into the world and you know who you are, it gives you a lens to see the world, and you still see the world. I'm still going to talk at some point about all the things I saw and what they mean. But also, you give the world a chance to see you. You're not invisible as someone who walks through the world if you walk through the world proudly as who you are. And really, I felt enormously proud to see that the head of the Rwandan Development Board, of all things, and the chief investor in the new coffee company in Rwanda, of all things, and the first Israeli ambassador, they're all, like, they're all there, helping a place just because that's what we do. And so, that's one of the big takeaways from the trip, is if you travel as a Jew, amazing things can happen to you. Um, And yeah, a little bit, I regret that I didn't take the selfie. (laughs) Shabbat shalom.